The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. This is Jeff Shannon, and welcome in. We've got a special guest in the studio here this morning, and we're going to be talking with William Lee Golden. And, of course, William is with the Oak Ridge Boys, and, uh, gosh, he started back in the group in 1965. So that's a lot of singing. <laughs> and you might know him as the, the man behind the beard. That's him. He's got that big, long beard, and everybody knows William. But, uh, William, hey, welcome to the studio. Thanks for taking the time to, to come in and join us. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be here. Uh, you know, it's just uh, five minutes from the house. Isn't that great? Yeah. You know, I think it's a lot of the, the, the entertainers that have lived here over the years in Hendersonville and Sumner County, I think they like the fact that they can perform and then go home. Right. <laughs> you know, that's so, so nice. Come talk about things that's uh, happening in their world. Yeah. Well, there's just so many uh, people that we've run into here and you know coming from the orlando area i was just amazed at the history here in sumner county and i think you were probably one of the first entertainers that i met and you know where it was where was that dancing with the stars wow back in 20, yeah. 26 it was with the chamber i think we had that dancing with the stars thing and you were out you were slamming it back then man i'd never <laughs> danced before and uh <laughs> So I went. I went through learning it. Yeah, uh, learning the steps and uh, them teaching me all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, what sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Okay. Gosh, time flies. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe I was dancing. <laughs> well, when I heard that, I went, Wait a minute, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> a two step. You know, I learned things I'd never learned. You know, learn to do things with your feet you'd never to make them do. You know, you think about it and get it to do. Mm -hmm. but, uh, well, then you got to get the rest of the body to do what you want it to do, too. It's like doing different things. <laughs> right. And then look cool doing it. Well, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wear the boots or the dancing shoes? I wore boots, I think, <laughs> which was wrong. <laughs> so, and one of the other earlier uh, meetings that we had, there was a Halloween party across the street from right. your, your place. So, and, and Kathleen is my wife's the president of the Hendersonville Chamber here, so... We're invited to the party, and I said, well, we got to dress up. Steve said, we got to dress up. Okay, who do we go as? I said, I got an idea. I'll go as William Lee, and you can go as Elvira. Kind of tie that together. <laughs> so, and I'm going, okay, well, let's do that. So, I mean, I decked out. I went and bought a new hat, you know, had the sunglasses, had the whole deal. So, we're in the back, and they're taking pictures. And so, I look at the front door, and hearing you, you and Simone come walking in, I'm going, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I walked up to you, and you go, Oh, I thought you were one of my mountain men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. You were a good sport with that, but yes, we had a had a great time with that. And over the And years, you do photography. I did, yeah. And we, we bonded about photography. So you had that event over at the Monhaven Art and Cultural Center that right. was amazing. And what a great turnout that was. It was. And uh in fact they've invited uh, Scott and 
come over and bring some books and uh, oh, for us to do a signing over there. That's great. But uh, we haven't made a decision on that in a date or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just something that was recently uh, offered to us. Today, the book is out. It arrived at my house last night at uh, about 10.30. And they've been signing and, ever uh, since. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're signing today, and uh, then I'm going to see my grandson graduate this evening. Oh, so you're going to make that? Yeah. Oh, Elijah's good. graduating at Congratulations on that. I was just talking to Chris uh, a week or so ago about that, and uh, I know he's proud of that. <laughs> he is, and uh, Elijah's been offered a scholarship to uh, Brown University, the oldest university in the country. Nice. So, uh, What's he going to be? Uh, is he going to specialize? Or well, it's his academics, I yeah. guess. Is yeah. what is, uh, but I know he's involved with the choral and theater and stuff here at Hendersonville. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's re- on your recent project with, with all he your is. sons. I mean, he yeah, sings, he's pretty good. Uh, he sings on three songs, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. on the new project, the Golden's Project. We cut 32 songs with uh, my sons, Chris and Rusty and Craig, and uh, some other close friends yeah. and family friends of ours. Who was the guy that did the bass? Oh, that's Aaron McCune. And, but, you know, and I thought, I, at first I said, is that Richard? I got, no, this got to be something different. But when I saw the, the name, I couldn't remember his name. I said, yeah. man, whoa, that guy's got some pipes. <laughs> he does. He's one of the best uh, that I know. He's a young guy, but he has really got the baseball. Yeah, that's so nice to have that. <laughs> Yeah. So that project is now. Are you releasing that uh, on vinyl, or I mean, you got to just? It's all going to be digital. Well, downloads. Uh, right? See, I've been involved with five major projects in the past twelve months, and completed five major projects in twelve months. Uh, in all your free time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this book that we're talking about here, and uh, the vinyl thing. Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys have a brand new project that we did in last August, and uh, uh, they started that after I started the project with the Goldens. That was and, the front uh, porch. The front porch yeah. project. Yeah. But it has a vinyl seed uh, album on it mm-hmm. uh, that we're signing this week, also. So I know we've. I've got to sign. Uh, what, 300 of those uh, vinyl albums. Wow. And then uh, over 500 CDs with them. And then I've got to sign like 2,000 of these books here that this weekend. For, <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Uh, Thanks for that. Scott's pre-orders. And, <laughs> he's been walking. Uh, he's going to walk around like this from now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a signing weekend here. Yeah, wow. Well, that's good. I mean, it's better than not doing anything. It is. So, uh, but it's, you know, these projects have, uh, it's been a healing process oh, good. for me, for my family, and I know for like the Oak Ridge Boys, the one we're doing, uh, it's certainly, uh, and we got a couple of songs that's out with the Oaks right now, you know, mm-hmm. one's uh, Love, Life, and Healing, and uh and also one is Life is Beautiful is a Keb Mo song that uh, Dave Cobb produced yeah. on us. Yeah, we've it's five major projects. I cut 12 old gospel songs mm-hmm. with, with uh, the Goldens, my sons, and uh, then I took them back to my childhood to where I came from so they'd understand me a little more sure. and got them to use their talents and play that music with me and uh, make the music and uh, it's magical what happened uh, in the studio and 
Yeah, we went back and did 12 old gospel songs from my childhood till now, and uh, then 12 old traditional country songs, classical, you know, the vintage things. Mm-hmm. We even cut a Johnny Cash thing. Uh, I Still Miss Someone. Oh, we yeah. did yeah. Uh, the old Four Walls and uh, Welcome to My World, a couple of Jim Reeves. Mm-hmm. Back, when the, a mu- lot of back other... when the music was great. Yeah. That's <laughs> changed a lot over the years, for sure. And uh, Chris and Rusty sing yeah. songs too you know and I sang harmony with them and uh, Rusty sang uh, the John Denver uh, Take Me Home Country Roads and uh, Chris did uh, the Jimmy Davis uh, You Are My Sunshine and his kids sing with him on it and uh, we all sang with him on it and uh, you know we did uh, The Great Speckled Bird and <laughs> but then we did a whole album of uh, pop and country rock songs yeah. We did. I sang Paul McCartney's Long and Winding Road. Uh, Chris sang Old Love. Tom Petty's uh, Southern Accent. Rusty did Bob Seger's Hollywood Nights. And Craig sang Greg Allman's Multicolored Lady. And, but, uh, and Elijah sang uh, Stand By Me, the old R&B yeah. classic. He did good on that. I saw a little, he little did clip great. of that. Yeah. Elijah also sang Elvira and Bobby Sue with Chris and Rusty and Elijah and Aaron. They sang Elvira and Bobby Sue and uh, Without Me. So they said, we don't need you on this. So you just step back and go, oh, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> but Aaron probably, he's probably feeling nervous having to keep up with Richard. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Aaron's, he's great. In fact, uh, first time that we actually uh, worked on, well, we worked on stage with him one time in North Carolina mm-hmm. when he was singing with, uh, I think, Gold City Quartet. And, but he's been with Daily Vincent for a while. But he filled in with Richard one weekend when uh, Richard had to be off the road. Mm-hmm. I think he had hurt his uh, Achilles tendon in his leg and couldn't go. And uh, He probably tripped in the stands down at the Sounds Park. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, Aaron is a friend that we got to know and... Uh, so he wanted to be involved with this project wow. with me and my sons. He's a he's a young guy and he loves the music that Chris and Rusty make. Mm-hmm. Now Rusty can some some jam some keys though. He is. He can he can I do that. I love his man. piano player. Mm-hmm. And he did great on all of this old traditional stuff, man. The simplicity that he put in there is just it's stellar. It's just mm-hmm. uh, perfect. So over the the years, and you guys have been traveling, which amazes me, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Oaks. I mean, they travel so many days of year. It just blows my mind. We and, uh, we book 150, 155 concert dates every year. And, and you're back in the Opry now. Yeah, plus probably eight or ten of those years. Mm-hmm. So you're Are you still going to do the uh, Christmas show this year? Yeah, yeah. we do that at the uh, Opryland, Gaylord Opryland mm-hmm. Hotel. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were fortunate last year, after 30 years of having a Christmas tour on tour, uh, doing one-night stands for 30 shows, uh, we're offered to come to Opryland and do uh, our Christmas show there and bringing the whole production there. So okay. uh, we come and sit down and get to go home at night and sleep in our own bed. That's, so it's been the best deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, our Christmas show was so extensive that we'd leave home at Thanksgiving and not get back until maybe the night before Christmas. So uh, it was a one-night stand, sure. different town every yeah. night, and it was grueling. And you miss home. It was the most grueling time of the year. Man, it's been great to be at Opera Land. You do the show and and then you get to go home <laughs> well it sure beats uh, beats the bus <laughs> yeah beats cold pizza after a show <laughs>
So a Christmas album, you released that last year or the year before? Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys did a Christmas album. It was last year, I believe, or could have been the year before. Uh, might have been the year. Anyhow, it was uh, called Down Home Christmas. But uh, Dave Cobb produced that, too. Mm-hmm. It was coming to a Christmas show that we had. We do uh, we change sets in, down in the show about two-thirds into the Christmas section. And uh, we do a set change and bring a fireplace out and... Uh, they bring four rocking chairs out. We sit down and we talk to the people. Each guy yeah. gets a chance to talk. We sing a song. Each guy sings a song okay. from the rocking chairs. You know, it may be a chorus and or a verse and a chorus, but we sing a little bit from the rocking chairs and, and talk to the people. Yeah. Each guy talks about where we come from and our childhood Christmases and uh, some of them are more interesting than others, and some of us couldn't tell all the things that we did. And uh, <laughs> they didn't have video but, back uh, then. Yeah, <laughs> about throwing a firecracker under Santa Claus's uh, horses in the Christmas parade, and uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, getting in trouble in town. <laughs> Never. That's not good for a country boy. Speaking of the, the holidays, uh, this past year we do a show here called the Santa Show. Yeah. Um, guess who gets to play Santa? You. <laughs> so we got, now listen, we got the suit. We got the whole thing. They said, you got to wear this. Because, you know, we got all these folks right here at the streets of Indian Lake that walk by. The kids come by and they wave. And we got a, a speaker out here in the plaza that plays all throughout the thing. So we do stories. We do things. But I had Chris on. Right. And I, I heard a song that he did. Uh, it was called Santa's Prayer. Right. Which is phenomenal. Yeah. Which happened to coincide right with, um, with my son. What an amazing right. song. But anyway, I had him come in. And Santa got to talk to him about Santa's Prayer. <laughs> He did wow. a great job. Did I mean, did a couple of songs. It was, it was so nice. In fact, I'm working with Chris uh, probably a couple different times. Got Porch Fest coming up. He's going to be uh, doing a porch. Right. And then he's going to be at the Love for Music City, the foster care awareness uh, program. Uh, and he's going to be out there, and I'm going to be emceeing that. So I get to introduce him. Great. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I'm so proud of Chris. He's you know, a real talent. And, you know, he's he's really done, you know, so well. He got, we got Entertainer of the Year a uh, right. couple of times. and. Man, he's jamming it. He couldn't be a better son. His his daughter Elizabeth. Yeah. Wow, what a great she played business and she sang has on this project oh, with she? the family okay. too. She played violin on uh, three or four songs on mm-hmm. the project, and uh, and she sang on two or three songs with uh, Chris. She sang on the one with the Jimmy Davis song. Uh, you are my sunshine. Oh yeah, well, that's great. Hey, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after these words. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back right here with Jeff Shannon. We're talking with our special guest today, William Lee Golden. And uh, William, you decided that you had to get naked and tell everybody all about your book, well. about your whole life, actually. <laughs> Which I, I had your quote here, but that's, you know, let me see. Uh, let's see. What did you say? I know I got it written down here. Oh, here it is. When, when you write your life story and you decide to bear everything, it's kind of scary. So it feels like a lot like getting naked in front of the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's about like it is, man. Uh, and Scott England, he, uh, he dug in there. He'd come over. He would always be prepared. He had these questions. And we'd talk, and he'd ask questions. He'd look at his notes and ask different questions. And he'd go back then and talk about things we'd talked about before. And Scott talked. I said, man, talk to whoever you want to talk to. 
talked to all the people that have been involved. So you, they went and, real uh, deep, real, real went, deep in your past. He talked to my first wife. He got a lot of stories that I didn't know of. I'm learning things in my book that I didn't even know, so well, that's what it's kind Maybe of. Maybe you should autograph one to yourself. And, uh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Scott had asked different times about writing a book, and I said, well, I don't. I can't imagine anybody wanting to buy a book about a has-been that never was. <laughs> and, uh, anyhow, he thought that I had a story to tell, and uh, so I agreed to uh, to tell my story okay. and to uh, answer any questions he wants to ask. And uh, nothing was off limits. We talked about a lot of different things. Good. I mean, you go back all the way into your roots, you know, turning the gospel group into one of the biggest acts in the country music history. I mean, it's phenomenal. In fact, you know, back when y'all come back, Saloon came out. I I was over in Knoxville at WIVK Radio, and I remember that song came out, of course, Alabama, and a lot of the groups were starting to make a a resurgence in there. And it was amazing how that song kicked off. It was. I mean, that was what, uh, what year was that? 1977. 1977. And there was one song. It was was uh, number two for about five weeks there mm-hmm. and number one would not go away was heaven's just a sin away oh i know that was by brutal. the kendall's oh, that they... was number one and uh kept y'all come back saloon out of that position yeah so the first number one we ever had was uh the third single which was uh i'll be true to you well 1977 get you had you're the one that was in yeah. december i guess and yeah. then uh you had i'll be true to you at same time, or a little shortly after right that. After, so yeah. That was great. That's a great run right Those there. were the first three singles we had. It was uh, Y'all Come Back Saloon, then uh, You're the One in a Million, and I'll Be True to You. But we thought that You're the One in a Million would kind of uh, introduce the people to the group. Mm-hmm. Each guy take a, a line yeah. and the yeah. verse, throw it to the next guy, and uh, make it a group song. Well, you had some great musicians on this uh, project. I mean, Jimmy Caps recently yeah. passed. I mean, what a what a great guy! Right. I love me some Joe Osborne. This yeah. guy can slam some bass. I mean, I just sit there and look at it, how he does that. How do you come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> and then Lloyd Green. Right. Wow. I mean, what a great. He's a great steel guitar player, and uh, I think he's inspired a lot of a lot of folks after that with right. steel guitar for sure. And then, gosh, we go up in 1981 when the what's the name of that song? Uh, Elvira. Elvira. Yeah, 1981. <laughs> it's been around, it's been slamming all these years, and it's people still love it. Yeah, El, Elvira was 16 years old when uh, the Oak Ridge Boys recorded it. Dallas Frazier had it first, you know, he wrote the song. That was 1966, uh, though, right, when he did that? Yeah. Was it? I think so. Yeah. So he wrote and originally performed it in 1966, and uh, then you guys then got a hold of it. Charlie Richard had it on an album, he had it on. Uh, Behind Closed Doors album, I believe. Mm. But he used to perform it, and uh, Kenny Rogers, the first edition back then, man, they had it on uh, the Something's Burning album. Mm-hmm. But, but there's but, been, uh, a, been a lot of folks that recorded Elvira. Yeah, they didn't have a bass singer to do that yeah, line. Yeah, and it's hard to match that. And of course, <laughs> unless they tried the line of J.D. Sumner somehow to <laughs> come yeah. in there. So Bobby Sue came out in the 82, I guess. Right. So that, yeah, man. I Thank love that God song. for Kids came out in eighty two yes, also. Yeah. So you guys had a had a great run and that's like so I guess is it close your fiftieth anniversary was when with the Oaks? I joined in nineteen sixty five. Yeah. And then in uh nineteen eighty seven they my partners voted me out. But you're back. Then they <laughs> voted me back. 
how can they resist? They can't not have you around. But I mean, you know, the list goes on with all the awards. I mean, I, I could probably spend an hour announcing all of these awards right here. So there's a lot of information to put in this book. And the book is called Behind the Beard. And again, you, you really jump into a lot of your history going all the way back to the beginning and how somebody can take all that information and, and put it into writing is just amazing. So uh, Scott England. He's here in the studio he's, he's with us. Right he's sitting right here. sitting right here. Scott comes from the television world. We met Scott a lot of years ago mm-hmm. in Illinois. He, so he was, a, he was a host of a noon show there and a, a television show. He also is a TV writer. He's a, helped produce the shows mm-hmm. and put the shows together. And uh, so he kind of knows structuring things, uh, certainly a whole lot better than a guy that had to go to summer school to get his diploma in high school so uh this is scott england if you got a question about the book yeah no now and uh anyhow he thought i had a story so beat scott england i tell it's all in william's own words i just uh held the pencil you will hear william speak as you read it and uh i didn't want people to hear my words i wanted them to hear william's words and well, you got 28 chapters to cover all of this. and Yeah, and some of them are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, William was one of my all-time heroes yeah. since I was a teenager, and this has been a lifelong goal of mine for me to help him tell his story. I found my calling at age 50. I had a pretty interesting life as a TV newsman, and I started writing books for the country artist at age 50, and, and William has always been my main goal. And uh, it took me a few years to get him. But a few years ago, I wrote Jimmy Capp's book. I called it my masterpiece. And I said, I'd never top it. And Mm -hmm. we topped it Mm -hmm. a year and a half later with this one. And I'll never top this one. This is the highlight of my career. I mean, you've you've covered Misty Rowe and Lulu and uh uh, Ronnie McDowell. Super nice guy. Johnny Lee. Ronnie Ronnie was my guinea pig. He was my first one. (laughs) And when I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, it turned out so great that we said we'll do another one. And so we've done uh, going on 10 now. Wow. But uh, Williams was always the one I wanted to do. I was able to spend the last year with him. And, uh, you know, one of those things, be careful of getting to know your heroes. Mm-hmm. And I had William up on a pedestal where there's no way he could really reach it. And it turned out he was so much higher than I ever thought he was. This is a highlight of my life. Well, if you kind of knew him back in his modeling days, uh-huh. you know, uh, <laughs> he's a pretty hot toddy back then. Uh <laughs> He was a GQ man. He was, he he was, and uh, in this book, there's over uh, 200 photos. Wow, these are great that people have this. never yeah. seen before. The Oaks have never seen. William didn't see a bunch of them, and I, I got them from his his first wife, from his sister, from uh, his kids, from him. Now here's here's one you got to see. William in short shorts. There you go. And if you read, if you, did you read the caption on that one? <laughs> I thought it was casual. <laughs> oh, that's that's Dwayne, man. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be a treasure for the Oaks fans, for Williams fans, for his family, I hope. For any country music fan, then get it at his w- website, WilliamLeeGolden.com, WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. You get it to Amazon. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. So I just I just saw here, uh, Alan Messer, you, so he's been photographing you guys for a long time. Yeah, Jeez, that goes back to 1978. Wow, we met him in England. He was, uh, and Alan's a, he's an incredible photographer. He goes back to uh, when he was uh, 16 years old. He uh, went to work as an intern for Desert Hoffman 
in London mm -hmm. who was a world-class photographer, and he was the guy that the uh, Beatles manager had uh, got to do all of the Beatles publicity photos, their album covers, and mm -hmm. did all their photography for the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and some of the early uh, British rock and roll groups. And, mm -hmm. uh, Does he live here in Alan, the States now? Alan has lived here since 78. Okay. He moved here. We met him at, in England at the uh, London uh, Wembley Festival. It was a big country music festival we had there back when we had first gone with Jim Halsey. And Halsey got Alan to take our picture on stage mm -hmm. there, the Oak Ridge Boys. And Alan didn't know who we were. He was there taking photographs for the newspaper. And uh, so anyhow, he moved here. He's got more photographs of me than any other <laughs> photographer. He's yeah. got more photographs than Johnny Cash than any other wow. photographer. He spent a lot of time with Johnny in June. They would take him touring with uh, Billy Graham and take him to Jamaica to their home there and uh, spend their vacations. You know, they would take yeah. him different places. But uh, This was back in the film days when right. you actually had to shoot film. Yeah, and Now he, it's that stuff on your teeth. I don't know. He uh, <laughs> processed his own film, too. Yeah. That's, did, did darkroom work. Now that, now you got to get into your digital darkroom. Yeah. <laughs> to try to do stuff now. Oh, I love this one. So you, you sold Bibles? Is that well, what you <laughs> that was, uh, there was one year that we, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys back in the late 60s, I think we, uh, Everett Getty was a, some Bible company here mm -hmm. in Nashville. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he talked us into taking some on the road oh, yeah, and said, yeah. you know, it was a beautiful book and he said you know it's uh, something that people can treasure in their homes forever hey mm -hmm. i got my mother one and uh she had all the information in there and our family still has it so, wow uh, see that's great but you know one thing i love it has music has evolved over the many years and even going back you know to the the, the gospel days right. how everybody dressed in suits everybody dressed alike yeah. and now everybody can just be free and not get in there did you guys get into the nudie suits did i don't think you ever went that route did you uh we did some we went yeah. uh, manuel you know he oh, yeah. was he manuel. was nudie's son-in-law and uh he married nudie's daughter and uh they got kids he's got manny who's mm -hmm. also a, a tailor and uh fashion designer and he does some younger country people i know mm -hmm. some that he does and uh we did uh that jim halsey also got us to uh use a guy when we was playing in vegas back in the early days before we really had hit records he got a guy called harvey krantz that also made clothes for entertainers mm -hmm. in vegas and different places and a lot of you know traveling musicians wardrobes yeah. mm -hmm. back then but, uh yeah we've had different people that would make things and manuel and uh harvey krantz were the two that yeah. kind of did stuff for the oak ridge boys well in this book i mean you're covering a, a, a lot of territory and there's a, a lot of things and even talk about the beginning of the beard and the whole background w with that because it's really iconic i mean that's the thing that people always oh yeah the beard <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know we don't want to spoil it but you know, you decided to do that what, about what year when it's, you started? 1980, I lost my razor and I said, <laughs> what's a razor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn how to braid pretty good? No, I didn't. I didn't learn how to braid, but uh, there's been a lady here or there that tries to braid it. I think you probably find some of the Cherokee Indians and yeah. do a good job for you. And my wife is uh, oh, yeah. 
on occasion. She braided my beard. There's not many people I let braid my beard. Well, I know I see you out walking uh, occasionally, and it's, you know, the wind is just taking the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love to walk. We've got a good trail out there You now. do. Yeah, absolutely. So on the book, we, we've had the, the pre-sales going on, so that's that's underway right now. And where would they go to, to get a hold of this book uh, on your website? Let everybody know what that is. It's just uh, all one word, WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. Yeah. And that gets it right to it. Well, even on your website, WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com, yeah, you have all that history. And you you go, all, yeah. It takes you right to WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. And it's right there and, you know, on the front. You can't miss it. And I can't wait to read all this. I mean, I've heard you, you talk a, a little bit about the history and everything. But, uh, you know, Scott, you, you have just done an incredible job on this. And I just you have to be so proud when you sit back and finally look at the finished product. Now, do you actually go back and read the entire book? I mean, you've, oh, you're so I've involved. I've read that it. book a few times. Yeah. yeah. And you always, because I publish it, you know, myself through my England media company, and, mm-hmm. and you always hope it turns out, and yeah. hope it's, uh, hope everything is spelled correctly, and all of that. It turned out exactly the way we had wanted it to turn out. I had high hopes for it. So what's your web, what, what's your website? They can well, see some of the other Well, each book that I yet. do has its own website. Okay, and, right. uh, interesting. Like you know, you can go to Williams WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com, and uh, you can go to you know RonnieMcDowellBook.com. And, <laughs> LuluRomanBook.com, MistyRowBook.com. But, uh, Jimmy Cow's book. Uh, <laughs> I thank William, and uh, this is a great time for me to thank him publicly for allowing me to get to know him as a friend and as a person. And the way my life has turned out, I was a TV newsman all my life in Illinois, but I wanted to live in Nashville. I wanted mm-hmm. to be with the country music artist. Can't write or sing, but I wanted to be involved in country music. But I loved the Oaks. I was the world's biggest yeah. Oaks fan, but I loved William Lee. And any three-day weekend over the last 30 years, any vacation, my wife and I would come from Illinois to Hendersonville. We'd drive by Johnny Cash's house, Mm -hmm. hoping he'd be there. (laughs) And we'd drive by William Lee Golden's gate. I'd Mm -hmm. get out and I'd get my picture in front of his tree. With the tree with the beard on it, the face on it. We did that for 20 (laughs) years. And now, all these years later, I'm behind the gate in his living room, yeah. helping him tell his story. It's like, I just... You got to pinch I, yourself. I would, I would leave there every day and, and pray, thank thank the Lord for this miracle. It's a miracle that I'm, I'm there with this guy. <laughs> it's turned out yeah. just amazing. Hey, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after these words. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Well, I got to say that uh, you know you you've got to get a hold of this book, and if you go on Facebook, William, I think you you've got this on there quite a bit, and you got a lot of uh, photos and and some some articles and things on your Facebook. Yeah, feed. we have, and then uh, again, Scott dug and he dug deep. Yeah, well, he talked what... to uh, my first wife and my sister and my boys, and uh, talked to all the Oak Ridge boys, and uh, talked to a lot of other people that have yeah. been involved with our career. Our manager Jim Halsey and. Uh, he talked to my one of my best friends and Jeff Panzer. He lives in L.A. He's a Sherman Oaks there. He's a, a television producer and director. Uh, his wife Patty, who's 
from London, and uh, she actually, they met when he was doing a piece for ABC 2020. He was a producer there, who was the youngest producer on the networks. And uh, when I met him in 1980, he was doing a piece on Alabama for ABC 2020, and uh, we got to know each other. There was uh, Kay West, Kay Shaw at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, she was uh, had moved here from New York to work with RCA, and uh, we were friends. She worked some, helped me do things. And uh, so Kay was working with RCA. She brought him out to my house to meet me, said, you're going to get along with this guy. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, we went and sat in the teepee and got to know each other and talked. And there was a bunch of people there that night, a lot of people. It was kind of a get-together party and... Uh, but uh, we got to know each other, and a year later he did a piece on the Oak Ridge Boys. And, uh, but then we got to know each other more, and uh, we've stayed in contact and become close friends. And uh, we talk every week and have for many years. I mean, it's uh, uh, for 40 years mm, now. Wow. So uh, Scott speaks to him in here, and Jeff is uh, he's directing the video for all the recording that I'm doing with my sons, with okay, Chris and good. Rusty. Yeah. He's also putting together the uh, music videos for this project that we've also been doing, and you're going to be seeing that coming up, too. Good. Uh, Jeff comes from, like I say, he's been, he was with the Networks. He was with CNN, put together showbiz today for them years ago, and uh, it's still running, but he also uh, was a head of Universal, head of all the video departments there for music and uh, for all their labels, and he's been directing videos for a while. He, his, his success was more in hip-hop. He did all of Nelly's videos and did all of Little Wayne's videos. Did uh, I'd hear these people that never heard of him before. He mm-hmm. said, well, you're going to hear of him. He said, I'm working with them now, but you're going to be hearing a lot about him. Then he told me about Nicki Minaj he was working with doing breaking her album and he did all her first videos and uh then he said I'm doing this new guy from Canada now his name's Drake you're gonna be uh, hearing about him and, <laughs> and so that's that's the stuff he's been involved with wow. and, but he's uh involved with this entire project he has uh directed video shoot of every song that we've sang on recording this mm-hmm. and he's put some uh, video uh, together with the Goldens project too so mm-hmm. uh, anyhow you're going to be hearing a lot more about Absolutely. it well there's there, there's going to be a lot out there and it's going to be easy to find And uh, but I, I, I just love your presence uh, on Facebook and you have the uh, what is the page the Pow Wow uh, what, what is yeah, that called that's some fans of ours uh, well, in they... fact Scott talked to them too he's yeah. got a bunch of their he used some of their photos in here mm-hmm. These fans, uh, Ann Pate. Anyhow, it's, it's uh, there. So you just type in William Lee Golden, a bunch of stuff's going to pop up for sure. <laughs> you can't miss it. <laughs> Hey, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after these words. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Well, I know you're just itching to get back and start signing these books because you got and you got a, a lot to do. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna help you with this, and uh, but you got to get this book. It's called Behind the Beard. It's an autobiography. It's by Scott England, and you you want to jump into this book, and it looks like a pretty easy read, and plus a a, a lot of great photos in here. You're gonna enjoy that. So over well, two hundred. Wow. Yeah. And, and how you got all this together? 
to make it all like labor make, of love I'll, I'll make it make sense and flow and have that you know yeah. the chronological thing happening it's got to be a task and i had a first-hand up-close seat for a year during william lee's 81st year i watched him do the most amazing work of his life on this book on his mm. other music 81 years <laughs> and he outworked everybody yeah, absolutely on earth when everybody else was was locked at home over the year 2020 yeah he was working harder than anybody and well i mean you got to keep busy and he, he's not one to sit there and you know watch things go by Absolutely. even at this age and uh so it's uh you, you, i guess the touring's going to continue you got the show still happening with the oaks we and, do we've got a lot of shows coming up uh, with the oak ridge boys and uh and we're you know, and I'm continuing to work with my sons. With Are you going to do a them. tour with them? Uh, we've got some things planned okay. coming right. up here, uh, you know, later on okay. this year and next year. So we got some, uh, we're putting some things together right okay. now. Okay, it sounds exciting. Uh, but getting this out, not only the book, but the Oak Ridge Boys' new uh, album, the Front yeah. Porch Singing. And then we've got the three Goldens projects coming out, mm-hmm. three albums. Uh, three album project, one would be a gospel CD project. The next one would be a, a vintage classic country, and then the third one is going to be more of the country rock with the, some of the old mm-hmm. pop. Uh, Stand by me, the R and B songs. Well, I have one question for you. Do, I, you. do you know what the word vacation means? Well, uh, <laughs> I, never heard of that. <laughs> I have a couple of times, but uh, Scott writes about it in this book about me never taking my older kids on vacations, and uh, <laughs> and they reminded him that I never did that, you know. And uh, anyhow, I've, I know I'm, as a dad, I'm, I'm, I kind of fall short on a lot of, you know, I've missed a lot of important events in my kids' life. You know, you're on the road 200, sure. 200. But I'm really excited that you're you're hanging for Elijah here tonight. This is. Uh, uh, it's I mean, a rare it's, opportunity uh, yeah. for I mean, me to go to yeah. any of my kids or grandkids' sure. events, and uh, and I wouldn't be able to go if the date uh, tomorrow night in Texas canceled because mm-hmm. of flooding out there. Oh, it didn't right. cancel. Yeah. It's just been rescheduled yeah. for July 3rd. Okay. So uh, anyhow, I get to go to Elijah's graduation good, tonight. Good. Well, tell him we said hey, because he's, uh, I mean, he is, as many times I've, I've run into him, he is probably one of the most polite teenagers that you would meet. Right. I mean, it's yes, sir. Nice to, you know is. what I'm saying? He's just, just an awesome guy. So tell him we said hey. So Okay. But listen, thanks so much for coming in, and it's it's just been a blast and been an honor to, to talk to you and to actually meet meet the, the man behind the pen. Uh, so yeah. thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time to do it. Jeff Shannon, thanks for having us on Absolutely. your show. Thank you. Yes, sir. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.